episode 41 just starts just like that. Everybody, put your hands together for the one and only Brother Chris. Brother Chris! What up, dog? Not number three. Stopping in the studio. Woo! It's always good to have Brother Chris here. We also have Tony, not in the ball pit, but he's... You're telling me! Helping out with production today. Y'all told me! He'll come into play a little bit later. He doesn't know what to say. Hey. Wow. It's a big show. Uh, we got, uh, coming up, we got the Ghost Hunter, David Williams. Uh, we also have a James Von Centered uh, interview coming up. But uh, we're going to start out here. Uh... What? 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 He's asking the Ghost Hunter's name. What's the Ghost Hunter's name? Dave Williams, dog. That's what I said. Fellow beardsman. That's right. Woo! He's coming up. We're going to ask him about all things ghost hunting and music and beards. Oh, yeah, dude. You're going to love it. Yeah, episode 41. What? 41? We live, broke 40. Live in your ear hole. And I'm pretty sure this is oh, a one-year anniversary right here. I think. Wow. Wow. I think. I haven't pinpointed the date, but I do see on SoundCloud, episode one did come out 11 months ago. It's got to be a year. You've skipped, like... Six months. Oh, I don't think we skipped six oh. months, but I mean, it wasn't. What? You might have skipped six months of listening. Oh, that's true. I <laughs> noticed you're a little behind on the uh, trivia. It, it, it might have been me. <laughs> Maybe it was me. Although our last episode, episode 40, came out a month after episode 39, so that might be what you're talking about. It might, I know other people are telling you that, obviously. Hey. But, well, summer, summer, summer time. <laughs> All right. It was like four months ago that the last episode came out. That's actually not true. You just haven't been listening. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man. we got an action-packed show for you today. You don't <clears> want to <throat> miss this one. Before we get to any other stuff, you done anything exciting? You got the big wrestling show coming up this weekend? I'm back! Wrestling on Saturday got, and Sunday. Got cleared. Medically cleared to wrestle. Haven't really talked much about it. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. I haven't really talked much about it, but uh, had some... Uh, basically was through the ringer with... Uh, CT scans and MRIs and uh, x-rays and the whole deal. I had about four or five of each, you know. And they thought that your head was bad or something? Or um, yeah, I got a little neck head pain and stuff. And yeah. I learned way too much about everything. So um, turns out I'm perfectly fine. Uh, nothing, nothing going on from the neck up, so I'm all good. That sounds bad. Uh, they did tell me. They did tell me that um, I think different. So that's not a bad thing. You look different. Well, they told me I could, I could wrestle. So, oh, jumping right Mine back was into just it. A chest cold. It might have <laughs> been. It might have been a chest cold. We're not sure. So your game on for Sunday. Who are you gonna? Who are you gonna go toe to toe with? Oh man. Well, well Saturday, Saturday night I have. Uh, Big uh, triple threat matchup uh, down in Illinois versus, uh, oh, yeah, Brother Chris, that's three dudes at one time. Oh, shit. Three-way action. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. It's going to be me versus Michael Mack versus the uh, triple threat champion Alex Bernardino. And uh, that's... that's all three at one time, right? Yeah, every, every, every man for themselves. Um, all three in the ring at the same time. And uh, <laughs> this is for the belt. Is it going to be for another belt? So we'll try to capture some more gold, you know, for the podcast. 
Now, I I have a suggestion for you. Sure. Right off the bat, go for Michael Mack's legs. I might have to do that. They're really small compared to the rest of his body. So Clip I think... them right at the... Right at the toothpicks. Boom. One <laughs> <laughs> flick some pain for sure. I'll bring the chain down. I saw Bernardino cutting a promo. He was in a basement or something. Oh, yeah? He's pretty good. Oh, man. He was talking about the belt and about beating people up. And Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. He claims he's not going to lose it. Mm, well, there's always a chance. Yeah. And Sunday. Uh, so Saturday is PPW. And Sunday night is JWA Sunday Slam. And I think I'm wrestling Will Moa, this, the big Samoan guy. Oh, dude, you can take him. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Just hit him with a coconut. Is that what those people eat? Where is that at? Uh, that would be at the Pontiac Convention Center. On Sunday night? Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. Boom. You going to go or what? Had to hit it up. Get tickets at uh, Luke's Deli in advance. Cool discount. You, you Get wrestle, some food. You wrestling the Samoan? Oh, yeah, dude. But, hey, cards always subject to change, my dude. Right. You got to read the fine print on that. Yeah, so anything can happen, man. You have no idea. Main event's going to be Strangler against... Yeah, Strangler, uh, Diego Corleone's got a uh, shot at... Uh, Alex Bernardino for the JWA Heavyweight title. I would pay double to watch you wrestle the Samoan. He's going to. Oh, you can get double from him then. Oh, sweet. He yeah, just well, said that it, it might change. We'll charge you twice. That's not cool. if you're paying double. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sneaking in the back. <laughs> As always. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just you in your Samoan costume? Just dressed as Kamala. You think that Would I you do that for the podcast, Dress as Kamala? Yeah. <laughs> you know what Kamala is? Remember <laughs> yes. That? Absolutely I would. Could I sneak into the ring that way? I don't know about that. You might have security on you. Do you know anybody who could let me sneak into the ring that way? Um, maybe a couple okay. people. So. I would absolutely do it. We'll talk on the side. <laughs> side convo. I'd fight the Samoan. But that's going to be pretty cool, man. Back in action, so we'll see how it goes. Training's been going pretty good this week, so feeling pretty pretty good. Got a little uh, little Chinese massage action. Oh, nice! Did you flip over? Uh, um, no, it wasn't to completion. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it's just a uh, chair, just a chair <laughs> massage. I was going to get one of those, but I don't want a, people pushing a chair into my back. You know, yeah, just like the trap and the shoulder. Oh, you know? okay. Really worked that over. Good stuff. Uh, check them out in the Janesville Mall. Oh, well, yeah. Those. Yeah. How much that run you? It's pretty cheap, isn't it? Yeah, you don't even need an appointment. And it was like, uh, beer while you're you know, I think it was like 30, 35 bucks. Yeah. Throw a little tip in there. Do you feel weird getting a massage? I feel weird. <laughs> Just the tip? Um. <laughs> <laughs> do I feel. That's supposed to be cricket, sorry. Do I feel weird about it? Um, I always feel weird. I, I shouldn't. I've had a massage one time, and I just felt weird that like. Just feel the tip in there. Then they're like whispering to me. She's like, "Just relax for a little bit, okay?" Well, what's weird is when okay. Well, this what I got was just it's like right out in the open. You just sit in a tip. chair. Yeah. It's just a chair massage, you know. So it's not like I mean, you got clothes on, dude. You know. Oh, dude. But some of the ones that are uncomfortable <laughs> is when they tell you you go in a room and they tell you that like. Boxers are optional, yeah. kind of thing, and you're like, 
did did I hear that right? Is it? And they're like, you ever been here before? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, do we need to go over the rules? And I'm like, I just want a massage. <laughs> you went to the, one of the mall. This time I did. He's yeah. like, are these frowned upon? And he pointed down at his erection. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the one in the mall, but I left. Because when the guy said... Here, you got to talk to this. When the guy said, just the tip, I left. Oh, dude, you can't overdo your joke. What, you, you made it sound like nobody heard it. No, everybody heard it. We all laughed. I've never <laughs> had a dude massage me, but... Do the tip one again. That's not what Chad said. <laughs> But uh, Does that I was good? I <laughs> but I don't know. But I'm sure uh, I'm sure it's good, dude. Well, I went to a couple's massage with my wife. It's a big thing she wanted us to do. Oh and, yeah, yeah. I've done one of those ones. Yeah, you get in there and it's like you know you they're like undress to your to your satisfaction. And then I think this is kind of like that crap like this playing in the background and like rocks. And then it was all dark. So you lay down and then my wife's across from me. And I'm like, well, it better be a hottie that I get. And it turns out the guy was ugly, so I was disappointed. Yeah, but yeah. they come in, and the lady's like, why don't you go ahead and just get comfortable, okay? I'm like, all right. And I'm just, like, really skeeved out by it. But I, I still had my, like, whitey tighties on <laughs> just because I didn't want to gross her out. But then she comes up, and, like, she's rubbing me and <laughs> going up and down my back. But I was all tense because I just didn't know her, and it was bizarre. But, uh... And then sometimes they really dig in, like into the fruit bowl. Yeah, and then every like every once in a while you hear it go. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> but then toward the end, I'm like, I wish you'd just rub my feet, because that's really all that would feel good, or like my palms. But I guess they don't touch your feet. I noticed the guy was really putting it to my wife over there, but uh, I didn't get much. <laughs> but yeah, so we paid like eighty bucks. Play the cricket thing. They were laughing. Play the cricket thing. <laughs> And for some reason, you had to pay extra for that. Right. But <laughs> the hell. Do they normally get on cable golf course? Oh, no. I have spent the last five years listening to the cricket thing. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> but no. I don't know. Yeah, I've done the, the couple's massage thing. I don't know. It's all right. But usually when I go, it's like a specific target area. Like in my back. It's like How's your telling. belly? Like, <laughs> like no, ab mas- in my belly. You <laughs> ab massage. Get an ab massage going. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you go in and uh, if you want, you can specify target area. You know, just, hey, work my back or whatever. Did they have incense burning? Um, What's your safe word? <laughs> What's your safe word? <laughs> safe word? That's, uh, <laughs> That's one for Tony. I wasn't going to say safe word. I was like, what do you say when, they, when you want to quit? Um, Just stop. No, thank you. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I end up falling asleep and they wake me up. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't. Yeah. I'm like, would you mind just scratching, what, like, under? That's what I call a happy ending. <laughs> but falling asleep would be the happy ending. That's how you know when you're getting old and a happy ending is, oh, man, I slept so hard. <laughs> All right, let me get this going here. <laughs> I'll take that one. <laughs> Because you slept hard. I know there's people out there laughing, though, so F all you guys. <laughs> you ever end up having to get a massage for somebody that you know? No. Or that you went to high school with? That's oh. kind of that's No, have you? Weird. Yeah, and it's weird. We'll talk offline about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's I very 
it's very awkward. I've got one for online. Okay. Not right, a bring massage. It. So you guys know that we've talked about this in past episode that I worked for Renta Center. Yeah. Yeah, we did and, talk about that actually. And, we and about, uh, about you taking stuff from kids' houses and they cried. Oh yeah. I, Let's keep it positive though. So. I went to somebody's house and I took some stuff from their house and whatever they cried and and then for a bachelor party we went to a nudie bar and I'm at the nudie bar and uh, sorry mom I'm at the nudie bar and this girl comes up and she's all like like mom listens to this she does so this girl comes up and she and I'm like oh I think I know who she is you know and getting really uncomfortable and. All of a sudden, she sits down on my lap, and she's, Hey, you helped me out so much. It was the girl from Renaissance. Oh, it was a customer? Oh, yep. wow. She's like, my I kids were her. crying when you took the saltwater softener out. I, I, no, it wasn't. It was a washing <laughs> machine. But, no. but no, no, I helped her get out of Renaissance, and then she's like, Do you want a free lap dance? I'm like, no. You didn't no, say no. I did, too. Because when you know them, uh-huh. it's creepy. That would be creepy. That's a little weird, yeah. Especially if they're like, how's the kids? <clears throat> yeah. Just like turn around, grinding their butt into you. It was horrible. Have you talked to Thuthy lately? No, she's like, hell, you you <laughs> did so much for me. I thank you so much. I'm, I'll give you a free... I'm like, no, put your shirt on. Are you coming to the reunion? <laughs> Are you coming to the reunion? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was weird. <laughs> I never had that. I had at uh, bachelor party a uh, stripper. We've talked about this before. She just beat me up. She's oh, like that... hit me with a belt and stuff. I, I, wasn't even, I wasn't even getting married. No, dude. I remember. I, check this out. I remember this at, at the bachelor party. Andy at the bachelor party. This stripper that was beating him with the belt. So she's on the fridge. She's on the fridge. She's I think on she the did fridge. Give the buckle. And and and. She's a picture on the fridge. And I'm Schroeder... I'm just going to the cricket ready right now, because this isn't... Schroeder was hitting him with the belt. What do you mean? You're really? Do you have that music from the Emmys when they're like... <laughs> Wrap it up music? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great idea. <laughs> you can cut it out. No, that's... <laughs> I have to confirm that's my sucker. age. <laughs> <laughs> What Chris is referring to is when he got married, I was his best man, and I was, like, 17 years old at the time. So I had to, like, uh, I just got a bunch of Playboys because we couldn't go to a strip club. So did we hang any of them up? Is that what you're talking about in the fridge? On Mom and Dad's refrigerator. Yeah. So and we, the dancer says to him, tell Dad I'll be home at 3.30. <laughs> what? No. You're at a titty bar. No. He invited his girlfriend. I was trying to get her to dance for us. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> then Chris Schroeder came, and Dave came. They, they they showed up. We're trying not to use names, real names here. <laughs> well, you can block them all out. <laughs> Dave, James will do a gazette. What? Block that out. Put it in. I don't care. I'm gonna block, I'm gonna isolate I don't it. care anymore. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Put it in there. Do I care? <laughs> Andy, which one did you want me to play here? Oh, boy, that's funny. Um, 
I don't know if we saw this one before. The one that's right at the top. The Happy Endings? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did that did one. Did we watch that one? Okay. Then never mind. All right. <laughs> I got it up, but I'm like, I think we did that one. I don't yeah, know. I thought we did, too. Speaking of topless, I have a little, little news story here sent by Dick Bodock. Ooh. We haven't heard from Dick Bodock in a while. Whiskey D. But uh, here, this is a call about a topless motorcycle. Cycle with her chest exposed on I-43. We've got- uh, this Great. Is- Good story. <laughs> well, I kind of got off to a bad start here. It's a nine nine eleven call about uh, you go, somebody with uh, motorcycle topless boobs. Motorcycle with her chest exposed on I-43. I know I just said that part. I don't know why. I didn't know he was going to reiterate it because I couldn't get his start before. But here it is. We've got the video <laughs> and the rather bizarre 911 calls. As Shannon Sims reports, this is a case that officers won't soon forget. The calls quickly came into 911 as drivers noticed a woman bearing it all riding her motorcycle on I-43 northbound in Glendale. At one point, the female motorcycle is She's now driving with no hands. The officer attempting to pull her over. However, no she ignored the officer's lights and signals you and can't continued to weave in and out of lanes as she passed Mequon Road. She slowed down to about 20, almost hit the railing, and now she's accelerated up to about 45. It wasn't until mile marker 86 that this slow chase came to an end. And she just fell down. She's down on the freeway. Oh. North on I-43, approximately 86 and a half mile marker. Once the officer approached, she mumbled and appeared disoriented. Just sit down, all right? I need to know what you took. She took a bad the spill on the highway. Was what she took. Her chin from that fall. Oh, this police man. report shows there was evidence of prescription <laughs> just say she took before it on she got chin. on her bike. She, she was trying to spill. She fell off the bike. He said she took it on the chin. I guess. Uh, I guess when the paramedics oh. got there, because she didn't have a top on and she scarred up her boobs pretty bad, they had to. Uh, they had to numb them. <laughs> No, 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 Thanks, Dick. <laughs> Dick Bodog. Yeah. He sent that in. And check out our new Eater Richard shirts. <laughs> now available in medium L and XL. <laughs> and for Dick Bodak, there is XXXXXXXXL. Oh, Sticking it to him. Snap. Dude. Suck it. We need to talk about this real quick. I uh, went to Irish Fest over the weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And not the Irish Fest that we're going to in Janesville. This October was, 3rd, by the way. Yeah, this uh, was October the. Uh, this was the. Uh, I don't know what you call it. The Milwaukee. Is it the official Irish Fest? Well, it's, it's supposed to be the big one, I guess right? the Milwaukee one, yeah, you can call it that. It's a James Hill wannabe. Well, I'll tell you what you can't get there, guys. No Guinness beer at Irish Fest in Milwaukee. Well, they wouldn't want that, though, because it's not... It is Irish. Oh, yeah, it is. Why would they do that? Is there Smiths? Well, Anything? apparently, you can get... Uh, plethora of Miller Lite and mm. Coors products. 
Ah, your finest Melonite. <laughs> Tap me up a Melonite or Patty. Don't forget about the Coors. And, uh... My whole thing was I want to go to Irish Fest in Milwaukee. I'd never been there before. It was my first time going. Yeah. I wanted to get a, a Guinness with the father-in-law. We are going to get some Guinnesses. And, no, couldn't get them. Yeah. Uh, Miller had the cock block on it. All right, lad. I, I have but one question. Did you get some Milwaukee's Beast? <laughs> <laughs> There's no beast there. They did have some... Uh, they, for some reason, they allowed some Spreckers in there. And, oh, good Irish, uh, good Irish, Milwaukee there, Brewery. So. <laughs> yeah. I want some Steel Two Two Two. Yeah, at least <laughs> at least uh, Spreckers provided like a stout, like an Irish stout. Oh, good, yeah, an Oktoberfest ale, a little something. <laughs> but sit, sit down with my corned beef and cabbage. I need to wash this down with something. Pass yeah. me a Miller Light. <laughs> I was legit offended, man. That was crazy. Oh, I thought maybe I thought maybe we'd go there and get a Guinness or some Harp or a Smithwick's or something. Yeah, maybe a little Beamish, <laughs> but Murphy's maybe. I'll settle for a Murphy's if I have to. Have either one of you had a steel two two two? Actually, have not. No, it sounds horrible though. I'm not having. That. I've had steel reserve <laughs> two two two. That's a beer. What was it that we had at my house? You want your intestines to hurt. That came in the cardboard box, octagon. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. That was really bad, though. That was like <laughs> gut check beer. Tony loves Steel Reserve. What did you do with Steel Reserve, Tony? Spiked it with Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> so we would get this thing. It was in an octagon cardboard box. And it was just cans in an octagon. Oh, yeah. That's the... Um... Look at this! Something ice. Zion's. It is something ice, yeah, because but I remember. Zion's brew. It was $8.99. Yeah, and it took us all summer to drink it. For a 30 pack. Uh, I should, we shouldn't oh. brag about this, but we did it on a Sunday. We, we, we did it in two hours on a Sunday, yeah. and then my son's push cart ended up on the roof. No, that was a different time, but it was, it was a foosball day. Or, uh, uh, badminton. Badminton. We were playing badminton. <laughs> we had quite the badminton league going on, but. What? So yeah, I don't know. So Irish Fest was okay. It was pretty cool. I had some food, you know, some authentic food. Did you drink whiskey? No, I didn't have any whiskey. There was, they had something there, but I didn't try any. But it was really hot out. Yeah. And uh, there was a tug of war competition, big tournament. That's big big some places. Big tug of war tournament. Oh no! Did you just read that like a few weeks back or months back or a month ago? These kids at a uh, middle school. They played tug of war, and two kids lost a finger. Really? Does that mean they didn't win? <laughs> no, the rope tore their fingers off. Oh my god! No shit! Oh. Yeah, look it up. I trust you. I'm not. Most people play tug of war in the shower, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Masturbating. Oh yeah, I do that. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Snap! What? Snap! But uh, I did end up getting like some, uh, <clears throat> bringing back some cool memorabilia, and uh, there's a lot of people there. It was a pretty good time. Yeah. But dude, for uh, poor Irish people at Irish Fest, beers are like five, six bucks. Yeah. Whoo! They're trying to keep us down. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you- and get this: 
There was a freckle competition, apparently. Uh-huh. Oh. And uh, a, a red, fra- red fra- hair competition. Did you get in? Um, I think I missed it, dude. You have much for freckles? Uh, a little bit. Oh, freckles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could get in that. You could some freckles in. I thought he said fraggle. I don't know. Some people have freckles like it's their whole skin is a freckle. Yeah. I think it was mostly for kids, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But it was pretty cool. Spent the whole day there. Awesome. But uh, did the whole thing. But no Guinness. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. Well, at the Janesville Irish Fest, which starts October 3rd, we kick it off with Comedy Night hosted by the Oat McPodcast. That's right. You don't want to miss that. You want to see some stand-up. Our stand-up debuts. Yours truly. We'll be kicking it off at the Armory on October 3rd. They don't know it yet, but um, <laughs> so stop out there. And there's going to be plenty of Guinness. None of this cock-blocking from Miller. <laughs> plenty, plenty of Guinness. Guinness. There's going to be a whiskey uh, tasting thing at uh, O'Reilly's What's and a bike night. What's looking like? Uh, just me and Andy. Can oh, you I mean for like the whole Irish Fest? No, for the comedy night. Just us so far. I don't know who else. Yeah, it's just going to be us, dude. We're getting up there. Open mic, dude. Open oh, mic. Man. You want us to try a little material on you? Sure. All right. Well, let's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for, uh, you want to go first, Andy? Uh, it doesn't matter. For Irish Andy Anderson. Hey! Now, if you've ever seen red hair, you might be Irish. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you've ever seen someone with a little pecker, they might be Irish. There's a little catchphrase I'm working on, people. Hoping, uh... Not bad, huh? Hoping to mix that with maybe, like, a cowboy hat and a sidearm. But, uh, we'll see. We'll see. So you got that to look forward to. How about you, Chad? Oh, I suppose I could do a little if I gotta. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, coming up to the stage, Chad Sheridan! (laughs) Wow, let's keep it going for Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Take off your shirt. How about how about the armory? Yay! <laughs> Get off the stage! <laughs> no, you just gotta give me a shot. Um, wow, we're all Irish. I'm Irish. What a can <laughs> surprise, huh? <laughs> you want to boo me? You're gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That could almost be a good gimmick. (laughs) So come on out. Armory, October 3rd. Or, or hey, be like, uh, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll just get up there and be like, hey, how about pale skin and sunburns? I look like a total. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a surprise comic. Brother Chris. Hey, Brother Chris. <laughs> Put your hands together, brother Chris. This is fun. <laughs> you crickets. Ogre, you asshole. <laughs> you can't just put me on the spot like that. Or say, hey, 
Is your hair red or did somebody in it? <laughs> well, unfortunately, my hair was brown, but then Andy, uh, he... Oh, you suck, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I did pause. I did pause, <laughs> Judah. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Sorry, try Where's again. your beep button? I had the applause cue. All right, go ahead. No, Andy, my <laughs> hair is brown, but it wasn't until you <laughs> in it that it was. She spilled my coffee. Well, oh, it's shit. Is, are you drinking? Excuse me, ma'am. Are you drinking an Irish shandy, or did somebody in your beverage? No. Let me <laughs> let me try that. All right. Excuse me, sir. Are you drinking a Miller Lite, or did somebody? Thank you. You gotta give me the cue. <laughs> That's it. You gotta give me the cue. See, it works both ways. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to the comedy show, everybody. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow when we uh, sell everybody the Gazette for forty dollars. That was last week. No, last week was thirty. We actually have a lot more of that if you want to hear it, but it's part of the premium podcast. So if you haven't paid the thirty dollars a month, <laughs> you got to go premium. You're not going to be able to hear it. Sorry, everybody. You want to hear the premium? You're going to have to uh, pay listen twice a week. So I went away. Not prison. And I found a sign. Thanks for clarifying. Because we says, thought you did time. I think my mom does too. I haven't convinced her yet that it wasn't. It says, how about a nice big shut cup of shut oh, the hell up? I don't go for that kind of talk. Well, that's what I go for. That's hurt speech. I get nothing. Speaking of... Uh... <laughs> Well, for Andy Anderson and Chad shared it. Wait, we haven't got to the other stuff yet. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I have one more thing real quick before. Oh, actually. You know what these awesome uh, can cozies. Oh, hells yeah. That uh, Virtual Mevy made us. They actually have the Open Mic Podcast logo on them. Got the and, mic. Yeah, and you can actually purchase them online. We'll put a link up on the page <laughs> later. It keeps it cold, listen. And uh, helps support the show. <laughs> That's true. It doubles as an armband. We're just trying to get our name out. Is there a website where people can order them? Uh, we'll just we'll put a link to the ca- uh, they're on Cafe Press, but we'll just put a link to the www.douchebag.com. It's not actually douchebag anymore. We changed. It's Jock Check. Get it right. Well, should we get our first guest on the line here? Oh yeah, sure, cool. Um, now this guy, we've been talking about this for a while. His name is uh, uh, Dave Williams, and he's not only uh, the drummer in the band Social Fallout, but he's also a Wisconsin ghost hunter. And uh, they're working on a, uh, a new documentary called uh, Haunted State, and he is also a fellow beardsman. Oh yeah. And uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's have him call in. Let's talk to him. <laughs> This 
All right, cool. Well, thanks for taking time to uh, talk to us. Oh, of course, man. I've been excited about this. Uh, uh, joining us right now is uh, one of the stars of a documentary about, uh, let's see, investigating Wisconsin's folklore, uh, Haunted State, uh, David Williams. What's going on? Oh, not too much. Uh, this this movie here that you're doing, how long have you been actually working on it? Oh, we've been, this started out April of last year, um, somewhere in March, April of last year. Uh, we've been going strong for two years now, and it's been, a, it's been an adventure, definitely, to say the least. Um, still looking at doing some other, uh, some other investigations. Our original plan was that we were going to be uh, putting the movie out in October, but uh, we had some production hiccups, so we'll probably be putting that off till probably next year. But uh, the plan now, I think, at this point is that we're going to be uh, putting out at least a, a preview of what you're going to be uh, going to be seeing next year in October. So that's awesome. Look I forward was, to that, definitely. Yeah, I was looking at some of the stuff uh, talking about your movie. In uh, did one of you guys get touched by a ghost? Yeah, um, it was actually our our lead investigator and executive producer. I was actually uh, in the room with him. He was. Uh, I can't really give away where we were at, but um, we were in a room together and uh, he was standing near a wall and something touched him on the shoulder and oh you, could my God. See, you could see his arm just go, just goose bump up and he just, he freaked. It was, it was actually pretty funny to watch, but <laughs> exciting and the same because we got, got some good, uh, some good evidence there. Holy shit. Now, are you guys just uh are you just guys filming at just one location or are you going to various spots throughout Wisconsin? We're going we're going in a lot of different places. We're trying to hit up um well, we hit up a lot of places in the Fox Valley um just cuz it's e- easy and convenient for us, but we've been trying to stretch out. I know we have one confirmed location in Milwaukee that we're going to head down to we're going to try to get in Madison and possibly um something in the Racine Kenosha area. Oh cool. Where it's all said and done. So has it just been houses or have you gone to like <clears throat> mental institutes or institutions or anything like that? It's it's mostly been small businesses. Oh no. We kidding. haven't really um we've been having some trouble trying to get into some places. Um some businesses aren't very cooperative. But we don't really do any residential spaces per se. We did one. Um but a lot of it's been we did a couple of bars, um an old schoolhouse. We're going to venues. Um, it's kind of a mixed bag. So holy cow! Now, prior to doing this, were you what? What kind of got you into doing the ghost hunting? Well, I've I've been, always been a big fan of like a big fan of like ghost adventures and ghost hunters on TV, and it, I just kind of grew into it. And actually, I when they started putting this group together um, last year, that um, they were doing pretty much an online if you want to get involved with this video get a hold of us kind of deal um so when we started this group i honestly didn't know anybody <laughs> at the first investigation oh, really? but over oh, the wow. time um we've all kind of meshed together and, and become this cohesive unit and that's part of the part of the fun of this project is that we're all coming from different walks of life um one guy he builds websites a couple of guys were in radio um I come from a, a, a construction background, um, so it's kind of a mixed bag of, of people, and that's kind of what makes it interesting because none of us really had a ton of experience actually doing this kind of stuff, 
So once we got into it, we've been kind of working on our skills <clears throat> as we go and kind of progressing in our own investigative experiences um, as we're doing this. And it's been a, a, a fun ride, really. Are you uh, are you guys like seeking these places out on your own, or are they coming to you, or just like online, or? No, we're we're trying to go to these places. Um, the part of what we're trying to do is also tell the history of what the state or the history of the state because it's it's a pretty vast history. You know, starting out in eighteen forty eight and moving forward, there's been a lot of things that have happened, a lot of historical places. Um, and historical events that have occurred in that time. We're trying to seek out those places. So one, we can tell the history of, of Wisconsin and why we love where we live. And the other part is to find out if there is paranormal out there and especially in these locations. Do you think that there is? I, this, this, this is a tough question to answer because I always come in with a skeptical approach because there's a lot of stories out there. Um, so, and knowing my kind of building science background that I have through my, through my nine to five job, um, it's a lot of it can be explained and a lot of it can be, um, you can figure out what's going on, but it's hard to say that there isn't any out there when you're standing in the middle of an empty room and you get a scratch on your leg. When you stand, so, <laughs> sure, so it, sure. it's it's you know it's hard it's hard to say I, I it's a lot of it I think is based on the energy of what's going on around you um, but that mystery we're still still working on it and hopefully we can present that to you guys once we get this all said and done yeah that that scratch would be tough I always think if I did this I uh I my mind I can convince myself of stuff pretty easy so I would have a hard time the scratch I'd be tough to uh tough to write off if something scratched me but oh my god if i was in a room and uh i could pretty much make anything happen with my mind not really make it happen but like convince myself that i saw it happen i would be a horrible sure. ghost hunter <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta keep a clear you gotta clear keep a clear mind um and try not to build any any uh any extra stuff into your thought process so. I, have you ever seen the you've probably seen the blair witch project right i have anything like that i mean did it feel like that or were you ever creeped out? <laughs> That's probably a hacky question, but <laughs> well, no. I mean, it, every experience is different, and every experience, you know, plays a different role. Did you ever? Um, take... I had one in, one instance where I was in a basement with a with a few people, and we started having equipment go go haywire. They were the equipment was talking to each other. Um, you start hearing voices in the room. Um, things like that. And yeah, that'll start freaking out, especially when you're in pitch darkness. Cause a lot of what we do is, we, you know, like you see on, on any of those ghost shows, we shut all, shut everything down. We're in there in the dark with a flashlight and a camera and we, we go at it. <clears throat> oh, you gotta oh, turn so. those lights on. You'll be able to see them better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, um, there's this dude, I think I was telling you about it. Um, a while back, but down the road from the studio here, um, right over by uh, Delavan Lake, there's a bar called the End Zone, and uh, I happened to go in there one day just to check it out because they were going to have like a comedy night there or something. And um, the owner, the bartender, was telling me um, that there was a there's a ghost like in their bar, and uh, you know he didn't believe it at first or anything, and then uh, someone that used to come in there like 
10 years prior, because this bar has been handed down and handed down. It has some history with it. But um, someone years prior asked him if he saw the, the, the ghost and, like, described what they saw. Like, a, it was like an older man, you know, bib overalls kind of thing. And okay. then and then came in and actually showed him a photo of the person that he saw on a separate occasion. So it was really weird. Like, And he said that uh, it was friendly for the most part, but that he'd, like, you know, knock stuff over and stuff like that. Sure. Like after it, it, it was like after hours mostly. Yeah, and most of the time what what I've found is that the, there's nobody that's been, you know, you, you hear the stories of malevolent spirits and stuff like that and from what I found, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag, but most of the time it's it's if there is a spirit involvement, it's usually somebody wanting to communicate and willing to do things to to try to be heard but nothing with any harmful intent. So sure. And yeah, maybe, maybe you could uh, go to that bar. I know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, if, if we can, we could probably make that happen. I'll we, have to get a whole, get a, get all the info from you at some point, but yeah, we could probably make something happen like that. We should do that. And then we could interview you live. That'd be awesome. Oh, there you go. You know, camp out. <laughs> what about, have you ever run into anything where you're like, fuck this and just take off running? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that's happened to me a few that's what times. I would do <laughs> you know it's one of those things I, I'm one of those that runs towards the fire instead of away from the fire I'm similar except the opposite <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts I uh you know what you guys should do and this might be dumb too but you know when you're a kid and like you do the bloody mary thing in the mirror you should do that and just see if you if you see anything I've, I'm even chicken enough that I wouldn't do that I'd be like shit what if I saw something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's been talks of doing stuff like that or Ouija boards and stuff like that, but we haven't we haven't really delved into anything like that. Have you ever done a Ouija? Stick. You ever done a Ouija board? Not for the. I have not. No. Me um, we try to stick more to the scientific end of things. Um, Ouija boards they can be manipulated in a lot of different ways by people. See, that's another thing. I think if I did a Ouija board, I would unconsciously move it to like what I wanted it to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So what uh, what do you, what's your target for uh are you guys going to do any like uh film festivals with this or We'd like to get out to do some film festivals. The original thought was we were going to do a kind of a big premiere in the Fox Valley and then uh start hitting the film festival circuit for a little bit um mostly regional cuz we're all we all have things going on. So yeah. it's kind of tough to travel too far but yeah, do the film festivals and then once we're kind of done with that circuit get it out on on DVD and sell it out and see what people think yeah there's a beloit film festival too down in, yeah, yeah. down here by janesville yeah yeah <clears throat> that's awesome um yeah a lot of people like i've just been sharing it uh today online and uh this feedback i've been getting is people told me the trailer's really badass so they yeah. think it, they think it's really cool if the trailer's good the movie's gonna be better that's <laughs> the that's the hope at least yeah i'm looking for it i'm definitely gonna check it out when it when you guys get it done it looks good yeah, I'll definitely let you know. Well, you'll know. Now, who's actually filming this for you? We are. We're actually, um, there's about eight or ten of us that, that go out to a location. And pretty much all of us have cameras, and it's mostly handheld cameras. Uh, we do have access to, like, an HD camera when we're okay. doing the interviews and walkthroughs before we actually do the investigation. But most of the time, it's 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 all of us with a camera walking around. So, And then, like, uh, does anyone, like... Um... 
like edit it and all that stuff or or is it pretty much just the raw footage the editing is done by uh, we have a couple people that are doing the editing for us um just because there's so much footage yeah that we'd rather have somebody kind of independently uh look through it and and cut it together because it's it's a lot to go through and frankly i know i don't have the time to do it oh that stuff takes forever (laughs) just i know just by um you know, I know some people that edit like just simple like commercials and stuff, and that yeah, stuff yeah. takes that stuff takes forever. You know, yeah. I can't imagine a whole movie. Yeah, yeah what, multiply that. Yeah, multiply that by an hour and a half worth of video. Yeah, or, or a movie <laughs> that you're going to put out an hour and a half. You know, what about uh, like when you go into these places? Do you just have a camera and a flashlight, or do you have like I know some people like some meters or something that read stuff? I actually i I carry a good amount of equipment with me. Um, having a um, uh, uh, recording background um i actually went to school for music recording and music business um i actually bring a recording rig so i can set up some microphones around in the areas that we're not going to be okay but i but i also carry like a a digital recorder um i carry what's called a spirit box which is basically a, a radio channel or a radio sweeper and i have a couple meters that i walk around with too so we all we all have different types of equipment that we use but it's uh it's it's kind of nice because you get a you get kind of a variety pack and use a bunch of different things and then you can double check if you see something you can try a different piece of equipment and if it does the same then it's pretty concrete that something's happening so oh man i you ever had any ghost things happen to you andy um i mean i want to say that uh I mean, I guess nothing specific, but I have been creeped out a few times. Yeah. You know, you get um, weird vibes. Even, like, uh, I know uh, in the place that I office out of during the day, like, after hours, it would get kind of weird if you were there by yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't really explain, like, stuff you couldn't even explain what what it even the hell was. So, Uh, do, uh, Do a lot of these places that you guys went to... You you must have a good backstory. I know you said something about the history, but do you have a backstory of like like the ghosts that people think they see? Yeah, what we do at the beginning of each uh, each place that we go into is we have sit down interviews with people that have seen stuff there, um, and that's how we gather the the paranormal history of of the place. We do get we do do some research ahead of time if there's kind of some notorious type deals that have happened there. But uh, a lot of what we get is the stuff that's happening in recent time um, to people that work there or our customers there or anything like that. Yeah. Now, has there ever been anywhere um, people told you, you know, to come check it out and then it you got there and, like, it was totally bogus? Or, like, can you oh, yeah. sniff that out right away pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we still... We we hope for the best on those kind of deals, but yeah, we've we've been burned a couple of times where we've been into locations and haven't found anything really of. But that's again, that's you know, a lot of people telling stories. You get enough people telling stories, the same stories, then you got to check it out at least. They start believing it. Nothing else. <laughs> it gives you it gives you a good chance to debunk debunk their stories and sure. You know, I had uh, one of my brothers, not the one who's supposed to be watching the recordings, and he's not. He's looking at his phone. But um, a different brother said this house we used to live in in Sheboygan had a third story, and he brought a projector home from work, and they're watching a movie. It was I didn't live there at the time, but so they're watching a projected screen movie, and everybody's sitting there, and all of a sudden you could see a shadow go across the screen, 
And he said, nobody said anything. And then all of a sudden, like 10 minutes later, one dude stands up and he goes, I know I'm not the only one that saw that. And like, <laughs> everybody started freaking out and they shut the movie off and just went downstairs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually, uh, um, it's funny you should mention that. There's actually um, a small, it's a small clinic. It's not too far away from here. But um, it used to be, um, like it's a clinic now, but there's like a an upstairs and a, and a basement and they're completely locked off. And even the people that work there don't even want to go upstairs or downstairs because they're kind of freaked out by it. But sure. um, upstairs, they used to make, like a long time ago, they used to make like coffins and stuff. Hmm. And, uh, you know, they'd make them upstairs and then they'd lower them downstairs <clears throat> to ship them out. And uh, they still have some of the old coffins in the upstairs attic part. And um, I've actually been through there, walked through a couple times. And uh, it's pretty freaky, but it's kind of cool, too, because it's like all this old, really old stuff, you know. And uh, it's just kind of been locked off. And then, you know, you get down and you walk through, there's a regular clinic. Well, they have their basement door um, completely, like, padlocked. Yeah. And uh, we had, when I was there, we asked them for the key. And uh, they're like, well, we don't want to have anything to do with this. You can go down there if you want, you know. So I was like, all right, we'll go check it out, you know. So we go down there, and it's it's just a, a damp stone basement with, like, a gravel floor. Perfect. Sure. But I peek down there, and there's, like, a, a shovel and a rusted-out table saw. <laughs> and it's enough to freak you out. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I ran back up the stairs and, and padlocked that door. But I can't say that there's anything going on there, but it was pretty freaky. It had all the elements. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was all, yeah. like, straight out of a movie. Yeah, sure. Can you imagine that if, like, you die and, like, your spirit, you feel leaving your body and you're like, is this heaven? And then you get to, like, a musty basement like that and somebody meets you there and be like, when do we go to heaven? Like, no, this is it. Uh, can, you, can you tip stuff over? <laughs> what do I do? Well, you get to slam some doors every once in a while. <laughs> There's stuff we do to kill time. Right. right, right. I'm bored. I'm going to walk in front of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Although it would be fun for a while, but I think it'd get old, old pretty fast. Oh, man. So how much time do you spend on this? Like, is this just like uh, like on the weekends you guys do this or during the week? Or how much time do you dedicate to this? That looks good. Uh, usually it's a weekend, uh, you, a weekend per place that we go into. So we'll show up on a Friday at, oh, seven. And we'll investigate till four in the morning. Oh, wow. And if we if we're staying in the area, like if it, if it's far enough away from where we are or where we all live, um, either get a hotel room or we'll stay on location and then do another night. Um, usually the same routine. Start at seven, get get out of there at four, five ish, depending upon how active it is. How many places have you done so far? Uh, we're I have to say we're probably close to a dozen. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Well, that's awesome. Uh, you're in a band, too, right? Yeah. Yes, I am. How's that going? I'm, I'm a man of, of, of many, uh, many works at this point. Wear many hats. Yeah. yeah. How did you get... So the band that you're in is called uh, Social Fallout? Mm-hmm. And uh, how long have you been doing that? Uh, I've, been, I've been with that band for about four years now. Um, I've been playing music since I was 11, so that'd be almost 19 years ago. What kind of music is it? Uh, th- that that band is more of an alternative hard rock. Uh, if you kind of if you mix like Otep or Opeth and uh, Kill Switch, and you mix in a little bit of like corrosion of conformity. Oh, cool! That's, that's kind of the mix 
what we got going on. All original music. We don't play any covers. I, I saw COC open up for Metallica <clears throat> one time. Yeah, yeah. They put on a hell of a show. Yeah, they were pretty good. And Metallica, of course, only gave them about three feet of the stage to play on, but <laughs> but they were good. How often do you guys play? Like, Is that uh, a lot of weekends, too? You must be pretty busy with the movie stuff, too. Well, we I, we used to be. We're actually uh, we're kind of changing gears with the band, and basically what we're going to be doing, because a lot of us, you know, we a lot of us have families. Um I just had a baby six months ago, and and um, another guy got married, and a couple other guys have kids and stuff like that. So sure, we're kind of we're kind of the older group. So what we're going to be doing um, every couple of months, we're going to be putting out a couple of tunes on on like YouTube or Facebook and stuff like that, and do stuff that way, and then do mm, two cool. big shows every year um, that we'll set up and we'll play with local acts up in the area, up in the valley. So. Kind of cutting back our schedule. We were playing, we were playing two, three times a month for a couple of years. So that's cool, though. But if you're putting stuff out online, a lot more people give them a chance to see that. You know, yeah, they, it's, they it gives might us not wider, see locally. Yeah, it gives us a wider, a wider base of um, of people to actually take a look at what we're doing, which is nice because you kind of get you can get and hold up here pretty quickly, um, and a lot of bands don't last super long up in the valley um maybe two three years tops and then they're reorganizing with other people and putting something else out or something like that it's hard it, there's not a ton of venues that do a lot of original music so it's you gotta stay fresh or or adapt somehow and this is the way we're gonna be doing it so i think it's gonna be nicer it's gonna be a lot more relaxing and we're we're just able to just do the process of writing and recording and then putting it out and seeing what people think of it. Yeah, you oh, could, could cool. always play a show at uh, one of the haunted locations, kind of promote it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I haven't really approached that with the guys. Um, none of the other guys in the band actually do the paranormal thing, so yeah, um, it's kind of my own my own separate gig with that. So, I mean, if the guys are wanting to do that, great. But um, usually, usually when we're on location too, we don't we don't bring in the public. So it's it's a little bit sure it's a lot private and we we kind of keep where we're at under wraps as much as possible just so we don't have a big crowd of people showing up. I apologize because it could screw up it could screw up what we're doing. So I apologize for that question. My brother wrote it down and wanted me to ask you. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it, it, this is an open forum, my friend. I ain't worried about any questions you're throwing at me. So. Now he's all embarrassed. <laughs> That's funny. They won't let me talk. Well, that's cool. That's awesome, though, that you guys are doing that online. Um, yeah. I saw you guys have... Uh, no, we'll, we'll mention all the Twitter and all the websites and all that stuff, too, um, before you go. But now, you also have this, like, really kick-ass beard, too. <laughs> yeah. Tell uh, us tell us a little bit about that. Oh, I, I ever since I've been growing hair on my face, I've had some sort of facial hair. Um, either uh, for a while I was going just goatee or... Or stubble, depending upon you know that was back in college when I didn't know any better. Um, but I've been growing this um, this setup for this is about a year and a half of growth. Oh, nice. oh wow! So, um, but I've been gro- oh, I've been I've, I come from a lineage of good beard growers. My dad was a was a pretty uh, he he had the uh, the snow white beard. You know, it was just beastly. So. Now, have you been in any like beard competitions or anything like that? 
I have. I actually I competed in my first beard competition. Oh, this was a couple of months ago up in Appleton. Really? I didn't play. I didn't place at all. But it was. <laughs> I mean, the there were some just can't see it. Amazing, amazing beards at this place. But it was now, cool just to see. Yeah. Now, how did you? How did? Tell me a little bit how you got into that because I'm kind of new to the whole beard thing, and uh, I've only been growing mine out for about eight months, and. Uh, you know, I have a lot of people, like, do a lot of people come up to you and, and met, comment on your beard and talk to you about it? You know, not a ton. Um, you know, you always get that, you always get that, oh, you look like the guys from Duck Dynasty. Sure. <laughs> you, always get that, you always get that one. It's like, well, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I was but thinking I, Static X for years. What's that? You know, I thought I thought you kind of looked like the singer from Static X. Oh, Wayne Static? Yeah. I, I, I used to, I used to back in the day when I, you know, I just do the very long goat. Uh, with no stash and i used to i used to back in the punk rock days have the the fan mohawk going yeah so you could braid that pretty good too i bet so so how did you how did you get involved with the um how did you get into the beard competition thing do you just heard about it or are you in like a a beard group like one of the groups I, I I am actually a member of the fox valley facial hair club okay okay (laughs) Sure. I, I actually uh I got into that a buddy of mine uh, that I work with. He wow. he got hooked up with these guys and and told me to come to one of their uh actually come to the event. And, okay. Uh, it's pretty cool. They were like they just they took me in under their wing and was like, "Hey, come on in. Well, we're just out here to grow beards and uh and just have a good time and raise some money for good causes and stuff like that." Yeah, cuz I got hit up by the um I guess I kind of joined the group on Facebook, but it was like the the Badger State uh, Beard and Mustache Society. I don't know if you've heard of that or not. Oh, the Badger State. Yeah, yeah. that's a little bit. That's more of the the statewide kind of organization. Okay, but then but, that's kind of over by uh, kind of over by Oshkosh, right? Is that kind of where they're based out of? The Badger State. I'm not yeah. sure where they're at. Uh, actually, out of um, the Fox Valley Facial Hair Clubs out of Appleton, and then there's um, in Oshkosh. There's the uh, the guys that do the mustache bash. Okay, <laughs> dude, is, I need to find. Well, cool. you know, you grow grow a big fatty mustache, and then uh, pretty much bar hop for money, and you make a donation at the end, and there's trophies and crap like that. So, oh, wow. man, I need to find a group. Mm-hmm. I need to find a local group. There's a there's a group in Madison. There is, and that's where they do the uh, the beard off, right? There's a competition yep, the in Madison, off. and uh, because I think they emailed me. Or I, I might have messaged them on Twitter. I'm not sure, but um, I was trying to get involved in that somehow, or maybe just to go like not compete, but to go check it out and just see what yeah. it's all about. But I think it's only like once a year or something. Yeah, yeah. We don't. There's not a lot of competitions over the year, at least in state. I know Minnesota just had their big one too um, in Minneapolis, the the border battle, oh, which was pretty intense. Well, that's one of those things too. You can't do too many competitions. Some like people like me, it takes a long time to grow a beard. Right, right. It might take you a year to get into. Yeah, it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to put some time into it. <laughs> I can't just pop a beard out like you guys. Well, right. <laughs> I'm we're trying. Less, I... less of a man, but we're, <laughs> Thank... we're saying that. Thank you. Manlier. <laughs> I might try to get in something. I'm not sure. I've just been, uh, I've just been advertising in my beard. I don't know if yeah, you've seen, seen that. Yeah, seen that, the dollar shave. Yeah, that's been pretty crazy. So I've kind of just uh, 
I, I grew my beard out and I, I'll get like, I don't know why, if it's because my beard is red or whatever, but I'll have a lot of people come up to me and talk to me about it. Just like, yeah. just randomly. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. And that's kind of how I stumbled into that whole uh, beard retising thing. Yeah. Um, but that's just been uh, been pretty crazy this past like few months and stuff. So, but I definitely want to check out a comp, like a beard competition and just to see what it's all about, you know. I didn't. I don't even know if it'd be good enough to to compete. I don't even know. I might need another gear. <laughs> yeah, nothing else, man. It's an experience. Yeah, for sure. And you meet some cool guys. I mean, every everybody I've met on the on on the the circuit have uh, have been cool guys. Uh, so, oh man, it's just like pro wrestling. There's a circuit. Yeah, dude, I got to get in on this. Doing some indie beard shows. That's yeah, all, there you go. That's awesome. Hey, and congrats on the uh, the return to the ring, there, fella. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that kicks off this weekend on uh, tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow and uh, Sunday night too. So there you go. That should be pretty cool. Yeah, man. Nice. Um, always been a always been a fan of of pro wrestling. So oh yeah, it's oh, always man. good to have local acts that are. Oh, nice. You know, do you watch uh, Do you watch local wrestling or do you just watch like the stuff on TV? I, I watch the stuff on TV. I haven't really gone to any local shows. I mean, it's tough for me to travel at this point with. Yeah. Uh, baby and such but it'd be cool to come down and check out one of your shows definitely oh yeah our shows are great oh you got it they're really fun yeah yeah we have a blast and uh, i know like when i first started like like 10 years ago there used to be and i don't know if there still are but there used to be some shows up by appleton and green bay um yeah but i don't know if they still do those or not yeah there's a there's a uh promotion in green bay it used to be i'm pretty sure it used to be the old nwa Okay, but sure. but now it's it's I think it's Wisconsin Pro Wrestling something like that. Okay, but they're yeah they're doing shows up in Green Bay and Sheboygan and stuff like that. So yeah, we get uh, I have some guys from the Green Bay area that that will contact me about like coming down to our shows and stuff. But yeah. um, mostly where it's popular around where we're at is um, you know this like uh, like the Milwaukee area. Um, where we're at in Janesville, and then uh, once you start getting down into Illinois, like Chicagoland area, sure, there's a lot of different groups down there. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I know I, I've I've met um, I've met the owner of, of of GLCW. Oh, okay. Over in Milwaukee, Dave Hero. Yeah, Dave. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. Um, he, him and my brother are actually good buddies. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, he puts on some. Uh, pretty awesome shows um yeah throughout yeah, the he year he brings in some good acts some big oh, names yeah. so it's, it's pretty cool that way so yeah yeah he's a, he's got a um uh, a show on tv too where they talk uh they talk wrestling yeah out yeah. of the milwaukee area the pro wrestling report yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh cool that's awesome who's your uh who's your favorite wrestler right now uh you know it's it's tough right now because i i'd like to see him do more He's kind of being underused as, as uh, Showtime Eric Young. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, I mean, as far as yeah, I, I, and I used to be a huge TNA fan, but ever since they kind of changed their format and started bringing in MMA, MMA guys, uh, oh, they get the Bellator guys on there. Now. I watched that last yeah. night, and uh, Tito Ortiz was on there. Oh, I heard about that. And he was yelling yeah. through the mic, and like nobody was giving him the time of day. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. my uh, yeah. I'd have to say. If you go by TNA, my favorite guy was uh, uh, Black Machismo. 
but they don't have him on there anymore. <laughs> no, no, I miss Machismo. Yeah, he was good. That was one of my favorite guys. Yeah, I guess all time fav, all time favorite. I, I, I when when I used to really watch back in the Monday Night War days is uh, Chris Benoit. Yes. Oh no, kidding. Nice. Good choice. Oh, he was yeah. always he was always entertaining to watch. I didn't like it though when he killed his family. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of a bad rap that way. But... He had a bad ending. He was, yeah. a, hell, he was a hell of a wrestler and he'd just come out and just whoop ass and take names and Oh dude. Yeah, you couldn't get much better than that on a Monday night. Did you ever notice no. his torso was longer than his legs? Chris Benoit. <laughs> He did have that kind of... I think your mom yeah, pointed yeah. that out or something. Shorter but... arms or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was like a huge midget. <laughs> <laughs> he really was. If you watch videos of him, he's really awkwardly proportioned. Yeah. I think my all-time favorite, if I had to pick one... That's tough. For a midget, he was one tough bastard. <laughs> nah, he was... His feuds well, with Kevin Sullivan? He was enormous, too. Holy shit. I like Remember that. when those guys would go <laughs> down the... Uh, Go down the uh, up the stands, yeah, and down the yeah. stands and into the bathrooms. Didn't we and go? Stuff? We went to Nitro one time. Yeah, and, like, our feet got on TV in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right? that was crazy. And they fought right into the bathroom where we were sitting. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan was always one of those guys too that didn't. He he was never real convincing that he was a big tough guy because he's always kind of old. Like even when he was thirty, he was old and out yeah. of shape and everything. Yeah, but that was a legit feud. Yeah, those two hated each other. That's what made that so great. I liked the great yeah. Muda a lot. I was always a big fan of him, but he never wrestled all that much. Oh, Muda, dude. Yeah. Dude, that Muda mist? With the mist. Yeah. And the moon salts. Right. Oh, I love Muda. That was huge, though, because at that time, nobody was really doing that stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then all the red paint and then just, like, the Japanese word on his face. Right. I don't know what it meant. Probably just said face. There's <laughs> <laughs> a label. <laughs> so if you like Benoit, you must have been a fan of the Horseman. Yeah, I I didn't mind a horseman. Um, I was uh, when I was watching back back in the uh, Monday War days. I was watching a lot of the cruiserweights just because their 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 uh, their matches are always really entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah, so the luchadors and oh yeah, they're flying around and yeah, El Dandy. Everybody <laughs> lo- everybody loves El Dandy. Right. I liked Gilbert a lot too. Gilbert. Gilbert. Yes. <laughs> Gilbert was about when they come at him with sparklers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the job squad. Yeah. <laughs> or who is T- Takiri? Or no, who is the Japanese Tajiri. guy? Tajiri. Tajiri. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's cool. Yeah, man. Well, awesome. Nice. Well, we we pretty much probably watch wrestling in the same era. Yeah, I think so. We used to hit up nitros all the time. I think we're all about the same age. I'm 25. <laughs> I just turned 30 <laughs> Alright well cool man Well thanks for doing our show Yeah What's yeah, uh, awesome. You got What's the website for your uh, For the movie The movie uh, is, It's WisconsinGhostHunters.com So WIGhostHunters.com um, Also HauntedState.com Is the actual movie um, And then you can check out Social fallout on various social media, but uh, the website is down. So either on Reverb Nation or Facebook or Twitter. Awesome. Um, Sweet. And then for me, uh, I'm pretty much all over the place. Uh, Twitter, at DW Products, uh, Facebook. And uh, I'm actually going to be having a website here pretty quick. So um, I can let you know when that comes out. It'll probably be uh, williamsproducts.org. Once that gets up and running, but I just bought the 
the URL yesterday. So ah, cool. we're not up and running yet. So nice. I bought jockcheck.com, but we haven't done anything <laughs> with it yet. I just <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll point it to our website. It'll be soon. <laughs> soon that'll be coming up. There you go. Somebody bought my name, chadsheridan.com. No. Yeah, just the other day I checked. But all right, I man. Just, well, I just got. Um, if you want to check out, I just got beardzilla.me. That's actually true. He's not making that one up. So that's a real. That's <laughs> a real. Zilla.me? No, they're all real. I didn't make any of that. Oh, up. you got that? Jack I have one Jack. Too? Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, beardzilla.me. You have to there check that out. But yeah, dude, we'll definitely. Um, you know, we'll keep retweeting your stuff and uh, posting all that good stuff on our fan page and yeah. uh, letting the people know. But yeah, I can't wait to see the movie. We'll get right on, man. We'll get that info for that bar down the street too. Maybe they maybe they'd want to do that about the yeah. haunted thing. I think that would be really cool to go check that out. Yeah, and then That's we can like, meet up with them. Just and... to see what you guys do and like uh, hang out and maybe see if we can Oh, can we do it with stuff? you? Yeah, they dude. We'll bring you along. Oh, that'd man. Be, dude, that would be so awesome. I'm going to be embarrassed when I start bawling. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> As they shove you in a dark room and lock the door. <laughs> We'll be back in an hour. Good luck. <laughs> no, you go in first. All right, guys. See you in there. Guys? Oh, man. All right, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling into the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. It's been a lot of fun. Best of luck with the movie and definitely keep in touch. Oh, yeah, you too. Yeah, and we'll, we'll hit you up again when uh, it gets closer Sounds when good, it man. comes out and everything. So. Yeah, we'd love to have you back on anytime. Hey, you let me know, and I'll come. I'll come back. All right, dude. Thanks. Have a good weekend, right, man. You have a good one, eh? All right, later. All right, bye. Always good talking to that guy. I mean, that was the first time we talked to him, but... Oh, man, that was awesome, dude. That was awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, to check back with him again. Um, I think that'd be cool if he'd come down here and uh, we go down to that haunted bar. I mean, I think that'd be pretty sweet. That would be. You guys, Tony, Chris, you in if we do that? I'll do it. Little well, camp so Would you dress as Kamala like we talked about? Absolutely. Yeah, you dress as Kamala. We'll just say you're part of the crew. <laughs> and... Uh, we have maybe have sneak a backpack or something. Sound guy. Yeah. 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 You can have the boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's not attached to anything. I'm just S. Kamala and carry the boom. I don't care. There you go. Cool. I can't wait to do some of the sneak around those beard competitions. That yeah. sounded crazy. I can't wait to do that. I wonder what that would be like. I don't know, man. I want to go check one out. We should go. We should. Backstage pass. We should go to the one in Madison maybe or something when it comes around. I'm down. I think oh. that'd be sweet. I usually start my November beard at the end of September, and that's right around the corner. I started mine two days ago. Shaved it off today. I was going to say, you're pretty smooth for two days. Uh, I shaved mine off, too. It doesn't, so, it doesn't look like it, though. No. Do it, do it again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he said his downstairs is as pretty as his upstairs. Oh, man. I found an interesting news article from the 1950s I thought I'd like to share. Oh. I don't know. if Would you guys be interested in reading some parts? Sure. 
Why not? Sounds like a good time. There are four of them, Tony, if you want to get in on this. If not, that's fine. Otherwise, hey. Yeah, get over in the ball pit. This, uh, <laughs> let me get some music here real quick. All right, dude. Yeah, let's uh, let's check out the trailer here for uh, Haunted State. All right, cool. And uh, in the meantime, I'll get this music queued up somehow. Is there anybody here? Was that you that made that noise? We all question our mortality. What happens when we die? That is really at the heart of what Haunted State is about. We really think it's a spiritual journey of life, death, and everything in between, and what happens when you do go. And we're going through the state covering historic locations. It's half history, half paranormal investigation. To me, Haunted State is a mixture of both exploring what the buildings are all about and the history behind them, and not only that, but the folklore and the paranormal activity that's been said to coincide with the buildings. Taking a look, seeing if these claims are true or not, having some experiences, and then going back and saying, this is what we found and this is what we think, and trying to do that in several places in the state to, to really tie the, tie the state together, make the claim of how haunted the state is. It's to gather evidence and prove to people that other things out there do exist outside of our understanding and our realm of belief. Just because we can't see it and can't touch it doesn't mean it's not there. I like to prove people wrong. There's a lot of skeptics out there. Because it's local, it's, it's places that, you know, all of us have been around or know somebody who's been there. It means a little bit more, brings it, it closer to home, knowing that these are they're places in our state. When it's all said and done, this film is going to be something that uh, I think everybody will be talking about. And we will start a dialogue. Right? That's the key. The most important thing about the film is that everything in it is totally real. What you see is what you get. So you're going to want to buckle up. looks like a good movie yeah it's awesome dude and yeah. everybody that i've talked to has been talking about it they think that trailer's the bomb so yeah that's gonna be good that's pretty cool <clears throat> all right i actually got the music uh, queued up here now again this is uh from the 1950s a news article from a new york newspaper i'll read the first one uh the topic let me start the music if a woman needs it 
Should she be spanked? If a woman needs it, should she be spanked? Uh, we first check in with Miguel Mant- Matos from Brooklyn. His career of choice is counterman. He says, why not? If they don't know how to behave by the time they're adults, they should be treated like children and spanked. That ought to make them grow up in a hurry. If it doesn't at first, they'll soon get the idea. All right, Brother Chris, you can go ahead and read Frank there. Uh, All right. Frank DeSidero. Brooklyn Baba. Yeah, when they deserve it, as a Baba, I got a lot of faith in the hairbrush. I think... There's a certain cases when it, it's advisable. <laughs> when it is, there's no reason why you shouldn't go right ahead and do it. I can't knock an idea. In my business, a man sets a lot of store by the results. He didn't say a lot of store. Man of sets a lot of store by the results. He can't get with a hairbrush. Just hit him with a hairbrush. Beat him with a hairbrush. Beat him. <laughs> Beat him twice. Let's see what Teddy says. <laughs> Brooklyn parking lot attendant. You bet. It teaches them who's boss. A lot of women tend to forget this is a man's world. <laughs> a lot of men who step down as boss of a family wish they hadn't. Spanky might help get back some of the respect they lost. <coughs> Beat him with a hairbrush. This is 1950s when things were normal, by the way, people. <laughs> Which one did you? He read the one where they beat him with a hairbrush. No, you read that one. I'm just saying, beat him with a hairbrush. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. of them have it coming to them anyway. If they don't, it'll remind them how well off they are. I subscribe to this theory that ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Just beat him with a hairbrush, right? Just hit him with the goddamn hairbrush. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our look back at 1950. What do you do when they say no? You beat them with the hairbrush. This is real people, too. Uh, this is not anything we made up. They say, hey, lady, where's the goddamn hairbrush? <laughs> look at look at William's face, too. Yeah. <laughs> that looked like a wife beater. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'll post a picture on the Facebook. Page. He looks like he just got three to five up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they cut off the numbers that are right down here. He <laughs> just got done saving 10 to 15. Oh, that's funny. Then at the bottom it says, What question is buzzing around your mind? Send it to You Said It, New York Mirror, 235 East 45th Street, New York, New York. For each query used in the mirror, they will pay $10. Ooh. Were they all? $10, well, Chad? Ten dollars. <laughs> I sound like Marsha Brady there. Ten dollars. <laughs> Listen, so I'm bringing back the Boston accent. It was. I learned 
that in. For those of you playing at home, Chris just went to Boston. Golly, Chad, I'd have to mow a lot of lawns to make $10. <laughs> do we all know, trivia, what do we call in Wisconsin Illinois drivers that come up here? Wait, hold on a minute. Wait, stop. Assholes? Stop. <laughs> no. No. What? Hold on. Are you really searching for it? No, I'm not searching for it. This is kind of part of what we do. All right, hold on. What do we call Illinois drivers in Wisconsin? Ogre, you asshole. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know. What? Ogre, you asshole. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit picked on right now. We, no, we're not. I know what it is. I know what it is. Ask, what? Ask me again. Ask me one more time. No, you heard me. I got this, dude. I got it. No. Illinois drivers in Wisconsin, what are they called? Booger. <laughs> fibs, right? That's right. Wait, show me fibs. And uh, what does fibs stand for with a. I don't have a ding 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 as close like that. What does fibs stand for without the F word? Federal Bureau of Investigation. That's right. Yes. Freaking. No, this is uncensored. Investigation you can say it, Bureau. Say, what is Fibs? I'm not telling the story about Massachusetts. I say it. Illinois. Bastards. 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 So in Massachusetts, it was really fun because everybody's really super, super nice. But on the road, they're Fibs. And do you know what they call themselves there? Massholes. You just took that long to make me tell that story for massholes. 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 That's what they call themselves on the road. Massholes. Well, they call themselves that, so it's not even, it's like a self-hate thing? Yeah. We're a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> you sure they don't call them suckers? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they don't call themselves suckers. <laughs> Oh, I missed the cue there, didn't I? <laughs> no, it's It's m- starting to even look like a triple rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was... That's good. <laughs> I, wonder if... I wonder if people have names for Wisconsin people when we go places other than Cheesehead. That's it. That's it? They just call them Cheeseheads? That's absolutely it. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Really? Yep. No matter where we go, what we do, what we say, we're cheeseheads. For the game, what do people call people from North Dakota? People from North Dakota, what are they called on the road? North Dakotians. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Why is Andy kissing the microphone? What do people call people from North Dakota? Andy. Douchebags. <laughs> that. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. <laughs> we got a uh, 
shout out actually you know we're always on the social media that's true and uh we've been getting some uh we're not doing a twitter war but we've been getting some tweets so i think one other week we did this and we did like some tweet of the weeks yeah and uh talked about kind of like who's been uh talking to us on the uh the twitterverse i got a good one pretty proud of it was pretty cool Tell everybody about that, Chad. Who here knows what Penthouse Magazine is? Ooh, ooh, I do ooh. too. I do too. Is that like the J.C. Penney's catalog, Chad? Similar. <laughs> it's just a little more efficient. Mm. Is it something you can use, Pa? Yes. <laughs> well, it's these. It's a bunch of pictures of girls without clothes on. What? Oh yeah. On account of that's what they get paid for. <laughs> Is there also letters in there, Pa? This sounds kind of dirty to me. Well, there sure is, son. In fact, they call it a forum. Why isn't that girl wearing knickers? <laughs> well, boy. <laughs> well, she's just airing out her hangout. <laughs> Cute Andy. <laughs> well, now they pick one girl. Now they say that she's the best looking. From the whole year. <laughs> and the rest are just whores, Pa? Oh, boy. Now, we don't say that kind of stuff about girls. Now, what they are is they's working girls, you see? So they go <laughs> every day, and they take, the, they take the clothes off and show their pretty bodies. For shackles? Well, not just for shackles now, boy. What they do is they make a living. Now, they're comfortable with their bodies, you see. Come on now, Otis. <laughs> Maybe someday I can grow up to be in magazines just like them. Well, now this one's a little different than what you be in there, boy. So now this is just ladies. <laughs> you might be able to be a photographer. Or maybe a fluffer. <laughs> well, my God, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything you want. I will be that fluffer someday, Pa. <laughs> I will. And I'll make an honest-to-God-darn living. <laughs> now, I like that kind of attitude, boy. But what I got was a tweet... From the penthouse pet of the year, her name is Nicole Aniston. Now let me tell you what I said to her, boy. Now I said, let me bring it up. It seems to have disappeared on me now, son. I said, I heard you on ONA this morning. Had to check out your Twitter. I have to say, you didn't lie, because I can't see an Adam's apple. She's got a really pretty Twitter, Paul. Well, she sure does, boy, and she responded to my Twitter, and she said, I'm a better man than most men, but thankfully, my dick still works. LMAO. Is she wearing one of those Merkins? <laughs> I don't usually go for these kind of pictures, because she's showing a little bit too much knee. <laughs> What Twitter do you, uh, you got tweets? <laughs> Sweet tweet, dude. I did on Twitter. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I was pretty happy with that one. 
penthouse pet. And she responded just like that. Mm. Why, she picked me out of 90,000 people. <laughs> um, shoot, I didn't get any penthouse pets, but... Uh, you got a good one, though. I did. I got uh, a tweet from stand-up really? comedian Duncan Trussell. Verified. See, mine wasn't verified. Mm. Duncan Trussell also does something other than stand-up, though. I'm just going to say your penthouse pet could be a guy named Steve. It very well could be. The only reason I know it was her is because she said her Twitter name on the radio. Mm. Otherwise, it very well... It still could have been a guy named Steve, but... I have something to say about Twitter. All right, let me turn this For all those of our tens of listeners, of their tens of listeners, all 15 people who listen to this show, you don't have to do Twitter. What? Why wouldn't you? It's stupid. Dude, that's how we promote the damn show. Well, Twitter... Kayfabe. Now, hold on one second. No. I mean, it's all right if you want to say that, but... Hashtag... (laughs) Just, I want you to tell us why, though. Because it doesn't make sense. For those of us who have grown up with a telephone, not the cell phone... When we grow up and we use a telephone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twitter. All American. All American. Don't America. do. No. Vote Hillary. You know what? Here's the deal. This is great music. I, I'm changing my political party today. Keep it going. I'm not stopping it. No longer will I be Democrat. No longer will I be Republican. I will not even be independent. As of today, I changed my political party to lesbian because everybody <laughs> loves a lesbian. Thank you. Go lesbian. I'm out. Am I the only one with tears? These views are not supported by the Open Mic Podcast. <laughs> they are not, but go lesbian. <laughs> Everybody loves a lesbian. I'm cool with it. But if we didn't have the Twitter, we would not have met Dave Williams. That's true. We would not have beardvertised. We would not have been in the Mail Standard or Details magazine. Mm-hmm. Has uh, Dick Bodak ever showed up here? No. We do have one last segment that we got to get. Well, by now we've talked about it enough times. You're all familiar with the Janesville Community Uncensored fan page. And uh, it's recently come under a lot of uh, criticism. But at the same time, they have almost 3,000 likes. And uh, it's another alternative for people to sound off when alternative message boards have been blocked and or shut down. So they keep the conversation rolling. Um, We have this awesome, exclusive, underground interview with the uh, leader of the free world. (laughs) And uh, we need to protect his or her voice um, for, I guess, political reasons. And, well, here we go. It's pretty uncut and raw. 
and uh, they don't pull any punches. So we would not expect anything less from Janesville Community Uncensored. Uh, we did an interview. It was a, a interview by internet with uh, the Janesville Community Uncensored page. Kind of controversial. Yeah, a little bit. A lot of people don't uh, like this page, but uh, I don't know. I think it, I think you. I don't know. You like it, Chad? I think it's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of digging it. It's it's entertaining, if nothing else. But uh, well, I sent the creator. I'm not sure if it's a guy or a girl, but well, we sent him actually. Sent him some questions. Um, so we're gonna we have Tony here sitting in. <clears throat> And he's going to play the part of Janesville Community Uncensored Facebook guy. Or girl, but we'll go with guy, as in mankind, of course. Um, so, Tony, thanks for sitting in. Thank you, um, I think we're going to need some music since uh, the, the Community Uncensored page has a reputation. A lot of people get angry with it. A lot of people don't, but it does have kind of a, a bad boy reputation. I think it gets just as many likes as it... Does complaints, right? I mean, I would think so. I think we addressed a little bit of that in the in the interview, but uh, they're getting down to the issues. Yeah, so we'll uh, me and Andy will conduct the interview. Uh, Tony will be our uh, our sit-in for the Janesville Uncensored guy. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Janesville Uncensored guy. Thanks for coming. I'm glad you can make it. Uh, Andy, you want to start off? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, thanks for taking the time to uh, sit with us. Um, one thing I want to ask you is, um, what actually made you create this uh, Janesville Community Uncensored uh, Facebook fan page? Well, there are a lot of reasons that all kind of came together at once. The first was the obvious censorship of the old Gazette website setup. One of the best articles I ever saw talked about crimes in the Fourth Ward, Look West area, and how it was decreasing according to this article. However, someone copy and pasted the day's public record and noted how many of the people arrested had Fourth Ward, Look West addresses. Even though they directly copy and pasted exactly from the Gazette to voice an opinion, they deleted it. I called Scott Angus on it, and he completely denied that anything like that should happen, but passed the buck that they had oh so many moderators, and it's their discretion. Second was how the Janesville community page tries to shine shit and call it gold. I hear you there, dude, yeah. Got that right. They try to represent Janesville, but anytime they can, they will push their obvious liberal agenda, where I just like to point out anything that seems really fucked up in our local area. That's also why I'm on pace to surpass their amount of followers soon. Lastly, I just hated all those lies schools told you. Such as, you will always have to use cursive, everything will be in the metric system, you have to go to college to be successful, etc. They shove all that bullshit down your throat, but yet don't teach you about finances, retirement accounts, buying and selling stocks, etc. Basically, all the stuff that might actually help you later in life. That's a good point. Um, I wish we could go into more detail with you, but... I've never wrote in cursive, dude. I don't know. I have a hard time writing in print, let alone cursive. <laughs> Just type everything. The uh, who, Now, who's the guy giving the finger on your cover photo? I hear you went by Stubby. 
I actually ran across this picture as a Google search, but I heard he recently passed away and I got a lot of his family members messaging me for the original picture as they wanted to have a copy to send to all their relatives because nobody had ever seen that picture before. It was kind of neat to help them with that. Huh. Well, shout out to Stubby, huh? I'm pouring one out for Stubby right now. All right. Oh, what uh, what are some of the things like I don't know? Just say like, what are some of the main topics um, that people discuss on your page? We are still evolving, but we have our sex offenders list, the most wanted in the Janesville Rock County area, escort of the week, my personal favorite. This is what I ordered, and this is what I got. Pictures of homes, lawns, buildings that badly need maintenance or to be torn down, and always more to come. Yeah, that uh, that escort of the week's a pretty good find. Um, yeah, we've—I mean, we've even mentioned that on our show a couple times. Yeah, yeah, the escort of the week is hilarious, and I—I I especially like the the house thing that he's doing, where he shows people's houses. Oh, I've seen like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. It's about time somebody starts doing something like that, just because, just because it's so sick of looking at him. I. I got one neighbor I thought about taking a picture of and sending it in, but they've had their grass cut perfect ever since this guy started doing this. Ah, <laughs> they're on to it. They're on to it. Another question for you, uh, Janesville Community Uncensored guy. Um, have you ever received any negative feedback regarding the Janesville Community Uncensored fan page? What? You mean like the guy that messaged me, take this page down, asshole? <laughs> I'm reporting it to the Department of Justice and to the police. I hope you get sued for libel and slander. <laughs> I could give a shit less what people say about the page. They are only words. For all I know, they could have been one of the sex offenders I just posted about. Everything posted is pretty much available to the public. We are just throwing our opinion about it out there. And at the same time, I get messages like this. Thank you for being here for people like me. You are a blessing in disguise. Thank you. How can I stop when you have fans like this? Seriously. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, some of the things that I've seen, like, <clears throat> you know, like you posted stuff, um, you know, like you're saying, like stories on the Gazette that maybe they shut the comments off, and then like, then like you post it on, and like people continue the discussions yeah. on your page. That's the best. And uh, you know, at least they have another forum to go to. One thing I like, too, is the sex offenders he puts on there. It's not like it's... Like, some of those sex offenders, you're like, well, maybe that guy was 18 and had sex with a 17-year-old girlfriend and her parents got pissed and called the cops. He doesn't seem to have those. He has these, like, freaks that you know just should not be out of jail. You know, it's not like... uh, It's not some accident. Not the pretty close kind of stuff. And White Sox fans. Yeah. So, there's one he posted was a White Sox fan. No, one thing I was wondering is, um, I mean, brother Chris, I mean, how do you feel about the Janesville Gazette? I mean, this whole like, like thirty dollars a month thing they got going on now. I don't normally offer financial advice, but for three months of the Gazette, that will cost you ninety dollars, and for ninety dollars, there are plenty of escorts out there that will charge that for thirty minutes. <laughs> Either way, you'll still get fucked over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well put. Damn. <laughs> Speaking of escorts, James Von Censored guy, 
Who's been your favorite so far? Hmm. This is truly the hardest question to answer. I don't know if I have a favorite, but I love the ones that say, I'm a blonde bombshell, yet they have a brunette picture up and they must be 250 pounds or more. I also laugh at the escorts that are black or Hispanic that say, no black men. I guess it doesn't matter what race you are, everyone must know black men don't have the cash to afford it. Ouch! Woo! Comments expressed by a Janesville Community Uncensored guy do not directly reflect the OMIC podcast. <laughs> oh, God damn! Woo! Oh, man. I'm taking it back by that. Oh, shit. Well, uh, I guess for now, this is it. For the James Bond censor guy, but I'm definitely going to keep sending him questions. Oh. They're very entertaining. Uh, we're definitely going to have you back. Holy shit. So thanks for joining us, James Bond censor guy. Thanks for having me, guys. And thanks, Tony, for sitting in the ball pit and reading that for us. <laughs> Woo! That won't be the last time we hear from them. And we're back! <laughs> In case you need that. That was great. Yeah, what a show. Wow, did we have a action-packed show today, Brother Chris? Ball pit Tony, thanks for coming in. Brother Chris! I think that uh, we should ask Scott King to come on. I agree. We haven't had him on in a long time. Dude, he's I, busy, I, man. He's been printing up shirts like crazy. I just don't yeah. want to see him be number three anymore. Who's one? Huh? You're one? I'm one. Who's two? We'd have to ask Scott. You're one? That's what Scott said. Number one guest. We didn't have Matt Danger on in a while either. Oh, um, maybe that's what Scott was talking about. He said he was number three. Maybe you're two? Or... Ah, it doesn't matter. Well, all I know is that I hope that uh, I can find this website. I'm it... pretty sure number Thanks one Thanks for having me sure. on the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming, man. It's been yeah, a while. Yeah, dude. It's always fun to have you. Thanks for hanging out. And, uh, you know, you ran a lot of upstairs and downstairs errands for us and stuff. So thank you. Should have taken the elevator. Yeah, next time, dude, there is an elevator, dog. I tried, but nobody told me. No. Tony, thanks for hanging out in the ball pit. Hey, no problem. All right, well, for Andy Anderson. And Chad Sheridan. And ball pit Tony and brother Chris. It's been the open mic. Slash. Bitch! I listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Listen all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Take a tip from me, the of Joe Lewis's beat. Now he's won all his fights, 23 or 4, and left 20 of his opponents lying on the floor. They all tried to win. But the task was too hard When he laid that hound bone Up against that board Listen all you prize fighters Don't play him too cheap If he lands with either hand He'll sure put you to sleep Yeah.
real fighter. I bet on him. He knows just what to do. I'm talking to you. Now he packs dynamite in his left. He carries a plunging right. Either one will make you groggy or as high as a kite. He charges on his opponent from the beginning of the gong. He batters him into submission. Then they all sing a song. I bet on the brown bumper, for he knows his stuff. And lays it on his opponent until he get enough. Now he's a natural born fighter who likes to fight them all. The bigger they come, he says, the harder they fall. That terrific left. Boys is all he needs, but that six ain't right. Come with lightning speed. Listen, all you prize fighters, don't play him too cheap. Take a tip from me, the off Joe Lewis's beat. 